baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 822. How old is too old to meet the demands of a job? Say, for instance, President of the United States. Dr. John LaPook examines the issue for CBS Sunday morning. There's an old saying among doctors. If you've seen one 80-year-old, you've seen one 80-year-old. Some will act like they're 60 or 70, while others seem a lot older. You hear a lot of people asking, how old is too old? And shouldn't it be how old is too old for what function? Absolutely. I could not agree more. It's part of you just getting sick and tired of this discussion. <laughs> no, I'm never tired of discussing aging. Dr. Louise Aronson is a geriatrician and professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. Her best-selling book, Elderhood, is about redefining old age. I honestly think anybody who's lived past their 40s knows age matters, right? Your body changes, your brain changes. What I would like to see is a conversation where we actually discuss the things that matter. It gets tricky, right? Because oh, absolutely. you things like wisdom right. brushing up against decreasing cognitive function. Right. I mean, there is a lot of variability. A healthy human brain has up to 100 billion nerve cells making trillions of connections with each other. Recent research suggests a normal part of aging involves forgetting less important memories to help make room for new ones. The problem comes when normal forgetting is coupled with an abnormal process causing dementia. I would say by far the biggest fear my patients have mm -hmm. is that they're losing it. Right. And very often it'll start with, I couldn't think of a name. I mean, it was somebody who I know so well. Right. How important is that? How worried should they be? I would say they should not be worried. And what about misplacing objects? Sometimes it's a matter of attention. So what may be happening in situations where people said, I couldn't find my keys, is that they weren't paying enough attention to the keys. Maybe they were talking to someone when they put them down, and consequently that memory isn't within their grasp in the way they would hope. But if you find the keys and you don't know what they do... Oh, that's a bigger problem, yes. That distinction between normal and abnormal aging is increasingly important as the number of older workers continues to grow. And in most cases, mandatory retirement at a certain age is illegal. Congress today gave final approval to a bill that outlaws mandatory retirement for most workers at any age. But there are exceptions when public safety is at stake. For example, FBI agents must retire at 57, commercial airline pilots at 65. But there are no age limits for surgeons. When I lecture about this subject of older surgeons around the country, I ask my audience, who in the audience has encountered a surgeon who should have stopped operating before he or she did? And the majority of hands go up. Doctors think that they know best. Dr. Mark Catlick is a thoracic surgeon and chief of surgery for LifeBridge Health in Baltimore. Okay, let's go. In 2014, he created the Aging Surgeon Program, a two-day physical and cognitive evaluation open to older surgeons from anywhere in the world. 
demonstrated here. Okay, Kurt, you can stop. I was pulled together a team, a multidisciplinary team of doctors, including you know, geriatricians and uh, neurologists and PTOT, physical occupational therapy people, ethicists, lawyers. We built this comprehensive, objective evaluation of the surgeon's physical and cognitive faculties. What was the initial response of the surgeons who were going to be potentially subjected to this? Almost everyone comes kicking and screaming and not wanting to come. And what precipitates them being sent there in the first place? Something has been identified as being problematic. I want you to touch the block that I touch. Okay. Aside from evaluating surgeons flagged with a possible problem, LifeBridge is one of the few hospital systems in the country where all doctors and nurses over the age of 75 receive a neurocognitive assessment every two years. Our doctors are very open-minded about it. We Dr. Katlik, 72, says tests like these really actually help fight ageism by focusing on function rather than on chronological age. I think you can make a very strong case for anybody who's in a high-impact profession. Doctors, airline pilots, high government officials, they should have some sort of screening at some age. In fact, I would take away the mandatory retirement for airline pilots and others. If you're okay, it, the test will show you're okay. We've added a couple of decades, essentially an entire generation onto our lives, and we haven't kind of socioculturally figured out how to handle that. And I think it's important. We need to discuss age. Figuring out how to handle that, says Dr. Aronson, might just mean embracing the realities of getting older while realizing the end of working doesn't have to mean the end of a meaningful life. We need ways of letting people work when they still can and of helping them to stop working when that's in their interests and the interests of the common good. But the problem is that we really haven't figured out a way of giving people a gentle off-ramp to yes. whatever it is that they're doing that preserves their dignity, yes. their sense of who they are. Almost all of us will live to that phase of life. And so if nothing but the most selfish of reasons, we should be doing that right now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.